This episode is brought to you by churchpodcasthq.com, our service in which our team supports your church's podcast. Now, we're going to discuss what all this service entails later in this episode, but if you'd rather learn more about it right now, check out churchpodcasthq.com. That's churchpodcasthq.com. Now, speaking of podcasts, unfortunately, many churches are still not prioritizing their podcast presence. Either they don't see the value in having one, or they simply don't have the time or expertise to set up and keep up with a podcast. In this episode, our producer, Bo Snyder, and I discuss why you need a podcast, what it takes to start one, and how you can keep your podcast feed engaging with quality content. I'm Luke Clayton, and welcome to Church Media HQ. Uh, Bo, you're, you're, you're back. I'm back on the mic, man. I'm ready which, to go. Which when I say you're back, I wonder how the listeners like are like, okay, yeah, Bo's back. Because for you and me, which as we'll reveal some of our secrets over these next few episodes, you know, we we, we do batch record. We do. So yes. so we get together like once a month, maybe once every two months and record. So for me it always feels like, hey man, welcome back. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. and everybody, I, everybody else is probably like, dude, Bo was just on like a few weeks ago. <laughs> I, I honestly I don't know. So um, but actually, I do. I do actually, now that I'm thinking back, I think it has actually been a few episodes since you've been on Church Media HQ. Yes. You've been frequenting I, more on Connection Culture. little plug there. Yes. Our newest podcast yep. there. Um, but, uh, well, today we are going to be talking about, and actually for the next several episodes, we're going to be talking, I hate that thing. That's my fish tank. If anybody heard that, whatever. <laughs> Maybe you'll edit this out, but anyway. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so for the next few episodes, we're going to be talking about the idea of just making a podcast. Now, for churches, I mean, obviously, the number one way that they utilize a podcast is through sermons, of course. For sure. But there, there is – podcast is one of those things, and you, you actually – this is more of your forte in terms of like – I think – I feel like you do a little bit more of the – you do. You definitely do more of the – you're the producer of the podcast, so you do more with the – uh, actual editing and the work of it, if you will. Sure. I'm just more of like, I develop the content, we record it, and then you take it from there. So it's one of those things to me, it, it's not that it's super easy. However, compared to other, I guess, avenues of production, mm-hmm. it's actually pretty easy. I was just thinking the same thing. I was like, in the realm of producing content, podcasts can actually be pretty simple. Um, and here's the thing. A lot of people don't realize, they just think something, oh, that's hard. I don't want to do it. And sometimes that might be the case. But it's like if you just look into it, try it out, it's actually something that the average person can do. So that's what we're going to talk about. We've got, got a few steps we're going to walk through. And um, I, I guess before we get started, you've got some good stats. Usually I'm the one yeah. with stats. You actually brought some stats today. I did. Well, So, so be, I mean, podcasting I'll... as far as, I mean, the amount of people producing it and the amount of people that are consuming it. Mm-hmm. Is skyrocketed. I, would oh, yeah. say, I mean, I'd say four or five years, but maybe even a little bit longer than that. Yeah. So show us what you got here. I mean, because I'm looking at these and these are excellent stuff. Yeah. So let's just talk about that for a minute. Well, so we, we want to basically talk through uh, the reason before we get to these stats. I want to make sure everybody understands we are kind of trying to convince the, the one who is doubtful, I suppose. Yes. Because I'm actually really shocked at how many churches out there I, I can think of just two or three that I can just name off the top of my head. And I'm sure if we kept digging, we'd find more. They're established churches, and they do not have an audio podcast. 
And so here's the thing with the with the advancement in like internet speeds and obviously now, you know, smartphones, mobile devices, this is just a mainstream thing. A lot of people are kind of podcasting has been out for a while. It has been. But it's had this kind of resurgence in the recent years because it's kind of like the technology caught up, if you will, with yeah. the the actual capability that a podcast can have. So a lot of people are using it, you know, for ways to it cuz for me, um it's a way that you can just very simply um, and really pretty safely, like, for example, if you're driving, if you're sure. you know, on a run or whatever, right. um, you know, you can just listen to something. You can you can be entertained. You can learn. You can be inspired, you know, whatever. So I, that's why I, I – so we're kind of making our case, if you will. Right. So first of all, when you think about, like, the supply of podcast, okay, so the supply is growing. As of April 2021, that's when these stats are from, there are 2,000. So at this point, there's going to be over 2,000 individual podcasts. Now, we're talking about podcast shows, okay? Podcast, the actual individual podcasts that, that are out there. So there's two, or sorry, 2 million. I, I read that stat. Right? I was going to say, I was like, like, I'm going to make shocking, sure bro. you read that number right. <laughs> 2 million. And then there's been over 48 million individual episodes. Wow. So this is as of, again, as of 2021. Now that's up. From and here's what's crazy is just to see the growth. And I also, um, by the way, a lot of this is brought from the website podcastinsights.com. It's actually a really cool resource I'd recommend checking out. Um, but they've got some cool infographics to kind of visually illustrate this. But this is up from 525,000 uh, podcasts and 18.5 million episodes in 2018. Wow. So, I mean, just, I mean, really, we've gone four times as many actual podcasts and then about that many times as a little bit less mm -hmm. multiply there on the actual episodes. Okay. And so it's just growing. That's the point. So, right. so there's a huge supply of it out there. And as we'll cover, I don't want to get too far ahead of us, but starting a podcast is easy. Anybody can in theory, do it. Right. Okay. In any, any field, any, anything yeah. really. Yeah. So, so some people would say, well, that's why I haven't done a podcast because there's so many out there, whatever, you know, and yes, there is, there does become a point just like with YouTube and videos and anything like the, the market, if you will, gets very saturated. However, there is a lot of a huge supply of podcasts, but there's also a really big demand mm -hmm. of podcasts that is also growing. So here's a few st stats I wanted to rattle off real quick. Yep. So, uh, 24%, that's 68 million. Again, all of these stats are as April as of April 2021. Uh, 24%, that's 68 million people, and I believe this is in America, listen to podcasts weekly. So this is up from 22% in 2019. Um, and uh, then there are 16 million people that would consider themselves to be avid podcast fans. I'm so, in that 16 million, I guess. Yeah, I am. I am definitely yeah. in that as well. Okay, and I believe I don't have this on here, but I believe that means that they average six hours or more of listening to podcasts a week. I think that's what okay. categorizes them as, as fans or whatever. Okay. Um, and then, uh, so here's here's where it gets really interesting. 45 percent of monthly podcast listeners have household incomes of uh, 70. Uh, that's over 75,000. Okay, so okay. that's that's 35 percent of the total population. So 45 percent of podcast listeners. That would be the Faithful podcast listeners, you will, they have a what we would say, hey, a decently good income. Sure. Uh, then twenty-seven percent of podcast listeners have a four-year college degree. Okay, that's compared to just nineteen percent of the general U.S. population. All right. Then, when we think about the age, the biggest demographic in terms of age is those between twelve uh, and thirty. Is those between twelve and thirty-four? That's where forty-eight percent of listeners come from. So, the conclusion that I draw there is that many podcast listeners are young, educated, and financially thriving. 
Okay. Now, look, church is not all about the money and the giving, but we would be very foolish to completely ignore the fact that uh, giving is a huge part and finance finance is a huge part of running any, any organization. So that would be my argument to a church. You're potentially missing out on a like demographic that you want, you want people that are young, right? You want people that are educated, that are that are smart, that are capable, that could potentially, not to say that if you're not educated, you couldn't be, but that maybe have a more likeliness of being a leader in the church, right. being more involved. They add value. I mean, once again, yes. everyone, we're not going to get in the technical. Or, yeah, you know, yeah. But, everybody's welcome. It is yes, yeah. But it is a it is a huge potential target audience. Yes, very. I mean, I would say. I would think podcast, the term podcast, I'd say that's a millennial thing for the yes. most part. Now, obviously, there's the little bit older have gotten into it a little and bit. And the Gen X, which is the, the younger yes, or whatever. Or but, is it Gen Z? Gen Z, sorry. Yeah, Gen Z. I never, sorry, I never I remember who's behind me. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, we, are, we are millennial. Gen Z is the younger. Okay, that's whatever. right. But that's the two that are kind of gravitating to podcasts. Right. And we've we've talked before on a couple other podcast episodes that that, that age group right now, still the millennials, they're the ones that are – Raising families, they're they're once again thriving in their careers right now. Those are the people that are that should be your biggest audience. Like that's yeah. who we want in our church. Yeah. That's who we well, want to reach. Yeah, because maybe the most active. Maybe and, I guess and it, rep- it really represents the future of your church. Yes, you know, absolutely. and and I'm you know. A, a, Churches for all people, and it should be. But this is definitely a demographic that you want. You don't want to ignore this demographic. This this is a podcasting is a channel that those people can be reached through. Yeah. So, and then here here is one last stat. Here, sixty nine percent of people agreed that hearing ads on a podcast um, that made them more aware of new products and services. So, what this shows us is that a large majority of these podcast listeners are actually taking action based on what they hear on podcasts. And here's where I see that translating to churches. So let's say somebody stumbles across your church podcast for whatever reason, they get connected with it, but they, you know, that's their kind of uh, maybe one of their first ways of connecting with your church in a digital way. Well, um, now they are more likely uh, because of, according to this stat, 69% of them are taking action and whatever and, and being made aware of these products and services. Well, that also tells me that. You know, for example, if you're extending an invitation to your church on your podcast, that they, there's a good person of pe- people, if you will, that are likely to say, yeah, I'll visit that church at some point. Right. And maybe even, again, get involved and get plugged in. So these stats are really, honestly, I, I hadn't really, I had kind of seen them like this, but before mm-hmm. we did the research, but when I really dove into them, I was like, oh, wow, this is right. this is really good. So and we probably could have done a whole episode on just the stats oh, and just the, yeah. here's why. But if you go to that podcastinsights.com, I mean, there are, there were, this is maybe 10% of the stats. Wow. I mean, there okay. was a lot of stuff. I mean, if you're nerdy about the data and stuff, it's great. So, uh, so if you want, let's say, okay, Hey, you convinced me, let's start a podcast. What do I do? Okay. okay. Well, let's dive into kind of our next little section here. And that is why you need a hosting platform. Are you one of the many churches that is still not prioritizing your podcast? Maybe you haven't seen the value until now, or maybe you just don't have the time or expertise to set it up and keep up with a podcast. Well, we can help you have an effective podcast presence so that your church can have the best possible online presence and continue to reach and grow more people through the power of digital media. 
We handle the setup and ongoing support of your church's podcast by uploading up to five episodes per week. And we can get started at no cost to you with a free 14-day trial, during which time we can set up your podcast hosting, develop an episode template with intros and outros, or even design fresh cover art for your podcast feed. This way, you can get a preview of the work we can do for you and make sure our team and process is a good fit for your church. It's important to us that we make sure we are a good fit because we actually limit the number of podcasts we support so that we can give each one the attention it needs to succeed. Now, with that in mind, we are only able to accept a handful of new podcasts to support at this time. So if you're interested, you'll need to sign up very soon. You can see which podcast support plan is right for your church and start your free 14-day trial at churchpodcasthq.com. Also, as an added bonus, your church will get a complimentary membership to Church Media HQ. This is valued up to $299, that's $299 a month, and it's going to be yours at no additional cost when you hire our team to manage your church podcast at churchpodcasthq.com. Again, space is limited, so pick your plan and start your free 14-day trial today at churchpodcasthq.com. That's churchpodcasthq.com. All right, tell us what hosting is, yes. because this can be confusing real quick. So hosting, there's really two, two definitions to hosting, because they're two different opposite things. Well, hosting, obviously, well, you host the podcast. Like, I'm the host of this podcast. Okay, well, that's, that's obviously on the content side of things. But hosting, uh, in terms of the technical side, well, that is obviously, that's where the actual files and everything live, if you will. So when you upload new episodes, you upload new audio files, this is where they are stored. Similar to how websites have hosting. Right. Okay, you have to host your website mm-hmm. somewhere. You've got to host your, your podcast somewhere. So, um, and this, uh, a good hosting platform will ensure distribution to all the listening platforms, which right. that's, you know, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and there's really a whole lot more of these little apps and, and platforms and ways yep. to consume the podcast. But the host is where it all lives and pushes it to all those places. Right. Um, and so uh, before we talk into some of the specifics of like kind of, hey, here's what you could do for hosting, I do want to say that I'm not going to recommend that you try to host this on your own server. So for example, if you're running a uh, website on WordPress, I think there's a couple plugins out there that are like, oh, yeah, host your own podcast audio. And I think there might even been a one at one time that was made supposedly made specifically for sermons. Um, in my experience, you run into storage issues with your web server. Um, it also uh, can create some distribution issues. Um, so anyways, I'm not going to dive it's in. A, it's a headache that you don't really necessarily yeah. have to go through. Well, and, and the thing about a, a good podcast host is that's what it's made to do. Right. You know, that server, if you will, that platform is optimized for that. Yes. And so that's why, you know, I actually recently was working with a, a church, uh, a pastor, and, you know, his the way his podcast was set up was very, like it was done through somebody else had set it up for him, but okay. kind of through this third party, like, hosting server thing and it was very complex very difficult to work with okay. so um so uh, and and i will also some church web platforms uh, they've got the sermon player and a podcast feed integrated now i can't specifically recommend any of them because mm-hmm. i really haven't researched it out um but i do know this that it often requires manual distribution which means for every platform you want it on like a listening platform you have to go 
basically submit that feed to Apple, submit it right. to Spotify. You've got to go to three different places to put yeah. these files in and name yeah. them and all that. Yeah, okay. there's, there's, it's all, it's all very manual if I understand it correctly. Okay. Um, so now there are obviously a ton of uh, podcast, um, you know, hosts out there. And I, I think we'll go and throw a link in our show notes. If somebody, I, it is on this again, podcastinsights.com, an article there that kind of shows you the different platforms. Um, but we're going to talk about just what we use because that's what we know about. And we have been using it since the beginning of our podcast. And yeah. that is anchor. It's been good. And I, mean, yeah, I really have no complaints about anchor, but I am going to talk through some, I guess we, we can talk about some pros and cons, Sure, you know, and Bo, feel free to obviously chime in here. Anything yeah. um, I put together these, this section of the notes here, but any, Thing that you want to throw in um, that maybe I didn't think of. So let's start with the pros. It's free and it is now owned by Spotify. Okay. So as of a couple years ago, Spotify Anchor was its own thing. Spotify came along and bought it. But from what I've observed, there's really not been any significant changes. Yeah, we know. haven't seen any. Yeah, any. like Spotify has made it known that they own it. At least I was made aware of it pretty quickly. Okay. And there was a couple things. If anything, Spotify has tried to improve it. And we'll talk kind of talk more about that here in, in a moment. But um, it's very easy to sign up and set up. Um, it, it takes about uh, just the, the whole process as far as like once you log in and start to create things. I mean, it could take you as little as 15 minutes yeah. probably to go through and set it up. Um, just kind of give it the information it needs to, to get it up and going. Um, and here is the best part of it. There's automatic distribution to most of the major and several of the, the minor listening platforms. This is a huge thing oh, as yeah. an editor. For, yeah. for a guy that you know physically takes the things, edits them, puts them up, once I just hit submit or upload whatever it is when i go in to put the episodes up i do it one time it's done it's over i don't have to oh take that file copy paste this and add the you know it's like no it's one time but it's available on it was it three or four different things that we have i mean it's 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 actually i think it's available in like 12 at this oh is it okay yeah yeah. so the major ones would be i like we said again apple podcast yes spotify google yes i Um, I always think of those three yeah yeah and then there are some minor ones there's um like uh Podbean is one of them. Okay. Um, there's a couple more. Stitcher. Um, there's a couple more that I, I can't think of all of them, but they also put them there. Right. And then a lot of these apps, like I've been using the app called Overcast to listen to podcasts. Okay. A lot of those piggyback off of Apple Podcasts. So, gotcha. you know, a lot of times that's your goal. You do want to have, obviously, Apple Podcasts is the main one. Yeah. But the more platforms you can get it on natively and, and automatically. I was going to say, yeah, it just takes care of it for you. Yeah, greater chance it has of getting mm-hmm. discovered. Yep. Now, the only two that uh, major ones that I've found that it doesn't automatically distribute to is Pandora and then the iHeartRadio app. Those are two kind of bigger platforms, and I, but that's because of restrictions on the platforms themselves. Like, for example, I don't think you're going to find our podcast on Pandora because Pandora, you have to be a pretty big deal podcast to make it. Yeah. Um, you know, like uh, the Dave Ramsey, he's he's on Pandora. Sure. But, you know, um, uh, Church Me <laughs> HQ is not. Um, and so <laughs> maybe maybe we'll get there yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then iHeartRadio, I, I don't know. I mean, that, that they're more of like a, uh, they're kind of, I don't want to dive into all the specifics there. No. But anyways, they're not available there. So uh, let's talk through some of the cons, though. Here are some potential drawbacks of Anchor that I suppose none of these are really deal breakers for me, obviously, but Mm -hmm. so because it is free, you are technically the product. So that means um, they are collecting data from you about your podcast, about what you do, um, and then they're using it to, you know, they're mon- they're figure they are ways that they're monetizing it and, and whatnot. Now it's kind of like Facebook, okay? Like Facebook is free, yeah, but I mean they're using your data to sell oh, ads. Yeah. I mean in a big way, and there's been a lot of privacy concerns there. Now, as far as privacy concerns with Anchor, here's my I haven't heard of anything, but here's my thing about that. 
you're publishing your voice to the world. Like, what do you have to hide? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, right. I mean, I, but anyways, I haven't found any like specific privacy violations. Um, now, the only other thing is that it could change at any moment. So I guess like anchor could reach out tomorrow to us and say, Hey, if you want to keep your podcast, you got to start paying us money. Right. And if they do, then we'll probably pay them money, you know? And mm-hmm. so, um, but here's the thing because Spotify now owns it. Um, they seem to be really set on keeping anchor free, at least for the time being, okay. um, because Spotify is kind of in these, what we're, what are, what the nerdy people call like the podcast wars with Apple. Oh. Um, because Spotify is really taking a lot of, if you will, market share of podcast and, and, and audio consumption in general over the past few years. And so they, they, because they own Anchor, whenever you sign up on Anchor, the place, I mean, you don't even get an option. It automatically, like, that's almost the first one. It puts it on Spotify. Okay. So it just gives Spotify more content. And potentially, even though it will distribute it to Apple, um, from what I understand, they're making a few agreements with people to make their content exclusive. You know, oh. hey, you're a bigger podcast, like Joe Rogan, biggest podcast out there. Right. He signed a huge deal with Spotify to where now, if you want to listen to what's what was at least the biggest podcast in the world, you have to go th- exclusively through okay. Spotify. So... All that to say, Spotify is kind of in it to win it, and I, for that reason, I don't foresee them kind of saying, uh, "Yeah, you know, we're going to make this, we're mm-hmm. going to make this more complicated than it already is." Um, they do constantly prompt you about incorporating ads because that's one of the ways they make money. Sure, they do. It, you know, if if you put an ad in your podcast uh, for whatever they, you know, any according to the different listens and whatever, you're going to get a little bit of share of it. They're going to a little bit of share of it. I will tell you this: you have to have like thousands of listens for it to even matter. So we don't fool with it. Right. Um, and, and even even if uh, even if we could, I don't know if I would because I, I don't know. It's just not worth it to me. Um, and then I don't know. You tell me. To me, the analytics, I, I'm kind of questionable if they're accurate or reliable. Sometimes when I try to dive into the weeds of it, like, for example, there was something the other day I saw that was like, because, you know, we're always checking the analytics of our podcast. Yeah. Um, I saw something the other day. It was like, I forget what the way it worded it, but it was like, you're having this many listeners from this country. But then when I looked at it, it was like, well, that's based on people only listening through Spotify. So they're, some of their data, because they're owned by Spotify, is kind of exclusive to Spotify. Sure. Which I was like, but, th- but I know that still the most listeners for our podcast is definitely coming from Apple. So anyways, I don't know how, how much – like when I see them, sometimes I'm like, oh, cool. And sometimes I'm like, eh, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, I just kind I mean, of The only thing them. I would say about that is they're – they're good for a quick look. Yeah, you know, that's a good it's just kind of like you know, hey, how many on this? And we've we've had episodes where wow, what was in that episode? Because that was really liked and shared a lot. You know, mm-hmm. something like that. Like you said, you could really get into the weeds and be like, eh, I don't know about this, but it's it's just good for a, a peek. It's really yeah. just kind of helps you. Hey, you know. Yeah. So up? if you're looking for something with like these detailed analytics, then if you're into that, you yeah, can probably and find if that's really a important, better. Which I will say, I mean, the like we're talking about the Dave Ramsey and the really big podcasts out there. I guarantee you, they're not using Anchor. I'm they're sh- using I'm something positive. much more advanced to get yes. all the specific stats. They've got teams. Yeah. Taking all the data. Well, they've and- got like 17 million weekly listeners. So, right. I mean, they, they need to get that data right, you know. So, um, and yeah, and some, uh, one other thing, I mean, some would argue that it's oversimplified. I have heard some people say that, but I mean, I ain't no problem well, here's, for me. Here's the thing. I was actually thinking about this, or I don't even know what it was, but I, I like simple stuff, man. I mean, when somebody talks to me about, you know, you can, especially in our world, people can geek out on everything. You can geek out on, you know, the analytics we're just talking about. It's like, okay, but that doesn't really do much for yeah. me. I mean, for the, the average person. So, I mean, as simple as Anchor is, I mean, once again, it does take a little bit to set it up. Yeah. But yeah. once you get it going, 
simple's good. You you name things, you put dates on them, you mm-hmm. put the file there, and it's up and it's it's distributed. Yeah, it's that's good thing. That that helps for the, the flow of things for yeah. us. I, I had I had one uh, guy I was talking to a while ago, um, and he was like, "Well, you know, because there are these these sermon players out there, if you will, where you upload your sermons to your website, like I was talking about, or some of them are dedicated players that you integrate with your website." You know, they they were like, "Well, I don't like that you can't like on on Spot or on Anchor rather." Uh, you can't specify like there's no field for like the ter- the sermon series. There's no like little drop down where you pick the speaker, or where you pick like the text. Which, but that's all very sermon specific. And, yeah. and I would actually argue most of the information doesn't matter. Um, right. And and especially for your podcast because the reason that it's not an option on Anchor is because when it goes to your podcast feed, it's not an option. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's not like we run, we'll run our episodes in series. You know, we'll have like this is a podcast series, yeah. and, and we just specify that in the description. Like, hey, this is a series or whatever. Or you listen to it and you figure it out. Like, oh, yeah. they're still in the podcast series. <laughs> so um, I, I don't. Some people complain about that. And I'm like, well, that's really not a big deal. Um, and so uh, th- that's that's our experience with Anchor. Now let's move on to just a quick just rundown of if you said I do want to start a podcast what information do I need Well, thanks for joining us for this episode, and don't forget to subscribe. You can check the show notes and video description to learn more about products and services from Church Media HQ, as well as details about the show's guests and content contributors. If you find this content helpful, please take a moment to leave us a five-star review and share this episode with other church leaders like you. Also, be sure to check out our newest show, Connection Culture, available on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcast. Church Media HQ is a production of the Must Increase Network. The show is edited and produced by Bo Snyder. The creator and executive producer is myself, Luke Clayton. And until next time, I want to remind you to try something new at your church. Why? Well, because you know that it's so much better to fail at trying the incredible than it is to succeed at doing just the average. We'll see you next time right here on Church Media HQ.